This is the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com. Welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I am Jeremy Steele, and it has been just a little bit before since we have had a podcast episode, and it's been a little bit because all of us have been scrambling <laughs> and sort of losing our minds at <laughs> some way or another, uh, uh, trying to figure things out. But um, we actually yep. have a couple of things that we feel like we can talk about and say and maybe offer for you. Um, we've been continuing to release articles, but the podcast has been a, a little minute in, um, in starting back up, though uh, we should be back to something more regular now. Um, but I have with me two uh, good friends and youth ministry veterans, uh, Scott Meyer and Eddie Irwin. Can you guys uh, introduce yourselves? Just tell us uh, who you are and where you're serving. We'll start with you, Scott. I'm Scott Meyer, and I am the Director of Student Ministries at uh, McFarland Memorial United Methodist Church in Norman, Oklahoma. Eddie? And I'm Eddie Irwin. I'm Director of Youth and Young Adults for the Texas Annual Conference of the Methodist Church. And so today, um, I feel like the last couple of weeks has really been about people, what do I do online, just period. And now the kind of questions I'm hearing is, oh my gosh, what about summer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and, and so th- that's really my question for you guys, um, is what about summer? What? And let's just start with what are you hearing in your context about um cancellations and and things like that for us in oklahoma we um it seems like camps and and even other uh churches student ministries are are sort of it's sort of put everything off until kind of a post-easter uh kind of discussion and and planning which i think is going to then push uh closer to may My, my sense is is that nobody really wants to admit that um uh, quote unquote, normalcy may not return until uh, much later than what we had originally planned, meaning, you know, that could, is that July, August or whatever. And so I think some of us are putting stuff off in the hopes that we don't actually um, have to cancel. But in terms of planning and stuff, you know, like when, when I think about planning uh, our summer mission trips and other kinds of activities like that, there's nobody to contact. There, I mean, people are have shut down. Some people are working at home. Uh, or whatever, but it, it really feels very much like a, a standstill pattern that I think is going to all of a sudden hit us all in the face really quickly um, when when we're going to have to make some last minute decisions about how we, we, we do or don't do things. What about you, Eddie? Yeah, so we're uh, a lot of our, our connectional pieces have not canceled yet. Uh, those that are in our area have not canceled yet. Uh, but uh, some of the other camps and retreat centers and, and other ministries uh, that are, are kind of our folks participate in uh, have canceled. And so uh, kind of taking a, a both and approach, we're still kind of planning on some of our big events for the summer. Uh, but also looking at alternatives, what other ways we can uh, still try and reach some of those ministry needs uh, in in different ways. But um, but but kind of, you know, taking that reality in into check, uh, you know, we're seeing a lot of students that are already getting uh, screen fatigue. And so know that these 
these ministries are highly relational and highly uh, in-person ministries that uh, that we wouldn't be able to to take care of online. And so, uh, trying to think of new and innovative ways yeah. that we can still uh, do ministry in this setting. So, and and Scott, I, I feel like you said uh, something a little earlier. You've actually seen a, an organization just kind of shut up shop, right? Yeah, I just uh, got an email. Uh, that said the Center for Student Ministry, Center for Student Missions that does uh, inner city work in a number of cities across the country. They're, they've just closed down for uh, the rest of the spring and all of summer of 2020 and, and are not planning on reopening uh, until spring of 2021, uh, laid off all their staff and, and closed up shop. And, you know, I wonder if some of that, I, I, the email didn't, didn't say any of this, but, you know, I think part of it is organizations are asking themselves uh, that, that financial uh, question: What 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 am I uh, risking uh, by not making a decision? And and it's unfortunate that we have to ask that question. But a, a good part of what our churches are going to have to do is ask themselves: What kind of financial responsibility are we putting ourselves in if we if we prolong the decision making process? Especially as 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 um, I, I don't feel like certainty is growing as the days move on. I feel like um, we continue actually with more uncertainty about. Uh, when we're going to begin to return to again whatever normal is, I feel like we're 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 not making that decision very quickly. Yeah, and and I think that actually is a good segue into asking, uh, really. So for the local youth worker, what is it that uh, they need to be thinking about right now? And, and and I really do think, to be honest, the first question is a financial question, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm worried about, you know, you worry about your job, you worry about um, what what kinds of uh, uh, pl- plans can you make when you're just not sure about about money, about giving, about what's the financial state of your community, what are the financial state of the families of, of your kids, what can you ask them to, to pay for? Um, and, uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of questions that, that we in student ministries don't tend to have to ask, um, you know, mm-hmm. the, the old adage that it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission, um, is not working. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to work in these days. Um, <laughs> right, you, right. we have to be very careful about the way we set ourselves and our churches up when it comes to making those decisions. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I really feel like, um, and one of the first things we need to do is look at what contracts we've signed mm-hmm. and uh, and read them and, and figure out what what we're on the hook for just right now. Right. Uh, assuming that somebody does enforce all the contract the way it's written, um, we need to figure out, like, what have we agreed to? And 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 then because I think that you know, our tendency is to say, well, let's not make or not all, all of us. Some people, the, the tendency is to say, let's not let's not make a decision. We're not really sure. Everything's up in the air, but I really feel like this is the moment. Maybe you can't make a decision today, but you can begin to actually build an accurate picture of where you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and what, what you're on the hook for. And then if there's something that seems really like, Holy cow, I just don't know if that's going to be able to happen. You can call those organizations and begin to have that conversation. Say, we don't know what we're doing right now. But what are are you guys offering any grace in this time and and, and you know all of that, uh, Eddie? What, I mean, you've got 
you're kind of on both ends of this helping youth workers, but you also have sort of conference events that you put on. What are you what are you telling youth workers to start thinking about uh, in, in terms of that uh, right now? Yeah, that's that's one of the things that, that we've been working on, uh, you know, in amongst the the, you know, uh, plethora of Zoom meetings already uh, occurring is trying to connect other groups and other youth directors uh, and and to see what everybody else is doing, what uh, each of them are thinking, which, you know, uh, kind of like Scott said, we, we have some ministries that we know have already canceled or some uh, that we're just learning about. And so trying to keep each other. Uh, and the different organizations talking, uh, we have a lot of overlapping in, in our area and our ministries. And so uh, just trying to help everybody reach, uh, you know, a, a consensus and, and at least uh, so they don't have to do this ministry in a vacuum, that they have somebody else to, to reach out to and to talk with and uh, to think through things um, uh, in this season. So, yeah. You know, Jer- Jeremy, one of the things that, that as you were you were talking came to my mind is, you know, student ministers, we, we tend to be pretty good about sticking our head in the sand about certain things. Uh, and I think part of that, what allows us to be adaptable in these difficult times and, and situations is the fact that we can last minute plan. Uh, but I, I, I think that as we talk about looking ahead to summer, um, we need to pop out of the sand a little bit and, and take a look around and ask those difficult questions. Um, and, and, you know, if, if, if you're in a contract and this is, you know, you have a couple of days and then you got to get out of it, it might be in some cases where you have to, to, to replan what you're going to do in the summer that maybe not go to that camp or that retreat center or that mission trip and be prepared to do something at the last minute that's going to look very different. And I think that we're going to have a level of understanding from parents and students uh, when we have to make those decisions, coupled with once things open back up and we can leave our houses, <laughs> kids and people are going to sign up for just about anything we do just to go do yeah. something. Um, yeah, and so absolutely. I think, you know, we, we're going to have to be uh, a little, like you say, proactive, I think is really important right now in making, in thinking about how we make decisions and our timelines in making those decisions. Yeah. I, I think that the other piece is, you know, my preference at this point is to, if there's someone, if you're going to be on the hook for a lot of money and, uh, and, and it doesn't sound like that organization is going to give you a lot of grace, I, I, I feel like you've just got to get out of it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and where, wherever you can, not obligate yourself to a huge outlay of money uh, for something that, that you don't know is going to happen. Right. But then the other thing I think that's important for us to do is to begin to, to really brainstorm, right? To, to get our teams together and to say, all right, guys, um, we are we, we had to cancel the camp. So what do we do now that we could do at the drop of a hat for camp? How could we do this differently um, this summer? Like what what are, what are the possibilities? And I think that that's part of um, uh, that's a huge part of, of making those plans is is starting to make the plan B's before you have to use the plan B's. Right. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important. What are some of the, the the kind of plan B's that you've seen people do? You know, even if because you know in the past it's it's been a, the exception rather than the rule like it is right now. But you know, sometimes it can't. I can't cancel on you, or uh, let's just say your administrative assistant didn't book the camp. It wasn't your fault, of course, right? And, and didn't find out until you know, the week before. Uh, <laughs> 
what have you seen last minute wise for these kind of programs uh, come off the ground uh, in, in the past with you? Well, right now, what's interesting to me and in, in like the different uh, you look on Facebook and the different youth ministry groups that I'm a part of, everybody's asking the question, what are you doing? I get onto you know Facebook and you see you know all of these other youth pastors are asking, okay, what are you doing? And and it's like nobody wants to be the first one to actually make the decision. Nobody wants to be the one to be, oh yeah, we canceled our summer camps and that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I I think that one of the things you have to ask yourself is is to reimagine what something uh, might look like that might be actually relatively easy to plan. But also, I think people are going to be hungry to be in connection. And so if, if you traditionally go to a camp that's, you know, 200 miles away and, and you make the decision that you have to cancel and then do, you know, a week lock in at your local church, whereas most summers that would be a real letdown, it might just very well be that this summer that is that everybody understands that I'm just hungry to be back with my friends. I'm just hungry to be back in, you know, in my church community. Um and and, to, and and I think really one of the things I've discovered myself doing is doing lots of, okay, plan A is what I thought it was going to look like. Plan B is way scaled back and something that I could put together in a month or less and then kind of simultaneously put those things. I mean, it, it, it adds work, um, but to be able to have those two plans that are running side by side, uh, knowing that that you may not get to make a decision uh, between the two um, right away. Now, if you have an outlay of money uh, and you can only get the the refund now, then then your decision has probably been made for you. And that is, you might want to uh, really explore getting the refund and moving on and looking at other things. Because I think people are going to be okay with summer 2020 looking very different, uh, just given what we know. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think the other thing that, that can be fun and maybe inspire some uh, some fun dreaming uh, is, to, um, is to create a plan for, you know, 24 hours notice of something that you could do when the group meeting restrictions, social distancing restrictions are lifted right go ahead and plan it out right yeah. this is going to be our social distancing hanging out thing whatever it is and get a graphic for it plan the thing talk to all of your church people so that like when that happens you get the okay from your supervisor and boom You've got it and you have it ready to go. And, and I think that that's, a, that's one thing that you can be doing right now just to, uh, who knows if you're going to be able to have camp or whatever, but uh, you can come out of the gate uh, right away because you know at some point that's going to happen and, uh, and you can be ready for it once it happens and you're not going to be like, oh, okay, now, now what should we do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and how much fun could that be? I mean, I think sometimes oh, yeah, we, yeah. we have, we, uh, in programming our ministries have oftentimes, um, some of our, some of our, I find for myself, I'll speak just for myself. Some of my creativity has, uh, gone to the wayside. So much of our time, uh, before our isolation took place was, you know, dealing with, um, organizational issues and, and are you, you know, do you have enough adults and all those kinds of things that, that some of the, the, programming creativity, I think, has, has 
taken a back seat and we could, it could be just fun. Like you say, to just have this, this welcome back party that could just be a blast and could draw a lot of excitement um, from people. Right. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Well, thank you so much for helping us process this, Scott and Eddie. And uh, we are, uh, we're here for you. You know, when you uh, sit down to work, even when you're socially distanced, uh, it can be even more lonely sometimes. But once you know that you don't have to work alone, but we're here for that. Um, we want to be your first source for games and lessons and coaching. And you can find all that at youthworkercollective.com and more podcasts like this at youthworkercollective.com slash podcast. 